Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. Here in my lap is my most amazing, beautiful assistant, Avila. She's going to be helping us out with... I know, I agree. Taking some notes today. So, yeah. Our audio level's good? Perfect. Thanks for pointing that out, sweets. Today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Our Common Sense. They have a new album called Harbinger of Calamity, which is released on Wormhole Death Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Thomas to share some more information about this stellar release, as well as some of the videos uh, that they have available. <clears throat> so, Thomas, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, John. You're welcome. Cool. So, take us through this album, Harbinger of Calamity. My first question is, well, just tell us about this album. What went into crafting it? Were you guys looking to create a story? Were you guys looking to do something musically? All of the above? Well, um, in fact, it's our second album. We had this EP uh, quite a time ago. Uh, in 2018, we had Mankind's Worst to Know. And... Um, we crafted that album just because we felt like it and we were just a bunch of friends coming together and at the moment in time I said uh, come on guys let's record a record together five songs let's do this and we shall see what the reception is so we did it and we won a contest uh, a little contest not a medal contest, just a contest for uh, everyone who wanted to participate by winning the preliminaries and then winning the final, which gave us uh, um, professional studio time. So that led us to making uh, the new album, Harbinger of Calamity. And after contacting uh, Wormhole Dead, uh, they asked if they could... Um, add the first five songs to the album because they liked them as well. Uh, the story of our songs are um, a little bit f yeah, um, from uh, on anger, uh, the per perspective of people with a vision who don't uh, really uh, get the vision of the, uh, the people around them. Um, which unfolds in being hated all around. Um, also, um, the second uh, album we made, so Harbinger of the Calamity, um, involves uh, coping with that the, the anger you feel uh, and trying to cope with those mechanisms of letting being let down. So it's um, yeah a story. Uh, to be told by many aspects of anger. Okay. So many questions that I can ask from that. <clears throat> the first question I'm actually going to ask is winning some studio time from this contest. So take us through that. What was that like? Did you guys think you were going to win? Were you surprised when you won? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, actually, um, the other contest contestants had... Uh, uh, much more ec expertise in being a musician and went also to those specific school in the Netherlands uh, for being of learning to be a, a professional musician. So we went into that contest to promote our upcoming album, uh, Mankind's Worst to Know. Uh, and uh, those uh, this contest was being held 
in um, in a little restaurants. So normally this con uh, this contest is for singer songwriters, but they let us participate, and we had to. <laughs> Uh, uh, bring our metal into a restaurant restaurant at the sea where people were eating so it was quite <laughs> quite an um, it's, it's quite an experience because some of the people don't like metal at all being being there so uh, the, um, the jury didn't, didn't mind at all and we won the preliminaries um, after winning the preliminaries uh, we went on to the final and between uh, the final and the preliminaries we had some time with experts to uh, make one song better and that's when we made Abyss. Okay, when they said make it better and you said tell me more, what were their notes on how to make it better and did you apply all of their notes? Um, we were really open-minded at that time and actually now at this time too, but um, we were uh, a really young band. Uh, the youngest one in 2018 was 19 years old. Uh, so um, the notes of the experts um, were brought, us, brought to us and we think uh, if we keep our mind open and take the notes, not as they are, but try to blend it with the music we make. We could make something more, ma mainstream is not the right word, but more to a broader public, um, because they had expertise not alone in metal, but also in, in jazz, in, in every other pop music scene. So we tried to... Um, blend the information we got into one uh, song and that's when Abyss changed and that's also how the ending came to it is right now. That's right. <clears throat> right now you're chatting with somebody in Canada so evidently they were correct because the people who were eating a sandwich were not terrified at the metal that was coming at them when they were in their restaurant. Was it like a cafe? Yeah. Were they eating sandwiches? What were these people eating? Uh, French fries, uh, trout, um, yeah, everything you can eat at the restaurant at the sea. So some people didn't like it at all, but yeah, some people really liked it. And I'm glad they liked it. It's yeah. when we, it, it was the first time our band got something more prospect to the future. And it's, it was like that moment we got this, okay, it's, it's something can happen. They like our music. So it was the perfect moment in time to do this contest. And we were glad we, we did it, even though it was at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Everybody out there listening in, we have a lot of musicians who listen to the show. And everybody comment down below your weirdest gig that you've ever done that just doesn't make sense. Uh, but you're doing it anyway, and it, it works out, or maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe that's part of you know your comment. I have definitely done quite a few cafe, coffee shop uh, type gigs, and those, oddly enough, seem to be the most successful ones I've found, especially if you are an up-and-coming band getting just out there to test some of your material at its most basic level. That's what we did. We said, okay, we like this song, but you know what? Let's strip it down to just an acoustic guitar and a vocal or something. Go out there 
do people still like the song uh, and get take that feedback. I've also uh, done stuff at funerals because the person who had passed away would have wanted like a, a band at their funeral. And yeah, that was... We played Enter Sandman one time at a funeral. That was a very somber and quiet Enter Sandman, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yes, I, I find it quite fitting, actually. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Now, what else is there? Abyss. Did it change the rest of the record as well? No, because uh, if we're speaking about Harbinger of Calamity, um, most of the songs, all of the other songs are written after winning the contests. Um, we got some time um, and we said to ourselves, let's take this slowly. Uh, I want some quality, not quantity. Um, even if there's only f- five songs to add on the record, let it be five. And those were five records we put on the, on the album. Um, even though we wrote more than these five songs, but we wanted to make a statement to only put these five and see what comes next. And yeah, it was good to put it on a bandcamp because someone spotted us from Warm All Dead and asked if we could send Carlo a message. And we did. And now we're here. Wow. Okay, so then take us through that experience. You're on bandcamp one day, minding your own business. Next minute, somebody messages you and says, hey, reach out to this record label. Did you, yeah. did you just take it at face value? Did you think it was a scam at all? Take us through... Uh, actually, uh, I come. I read quite a lot of spam material because there's a lot of uh, when your email address is in the open on the internet. A lot of people just try to send you a message, and sometimes it's music related, sometimes it's not at all. But uh, that time, um, it was someone from a distribution point, I think, that reached out to us. And when I read the mail, I actually got this feeling this might be legit. Uh, and I said to the other guys, uh, look at this. This is a mail I got. Um, do you think I should respond? And uh, they said I should respond. I did respond. And uh, yeah, next thing I know, I'm writing this email to Carlo uh, introducing us. Um, and he liked us. He liked us a lot. Actually, I, I think from what I've read. So um, there was this monumental click. Um, a matter of fact, the first thing he heard was uh, or uh, EP, uh, Mankind's Worst to Know. And then I've sent him the new material and he said, let's do this. Let's put those two records together. Um, people don't mind if they're um, two different studios um, on the album, uh, it's it's most about uh, it's good quality. Let's do this. Let's try this, and here we are, uh, two two albums on on one record, uh, promoting our five new songs with the addition of the the first five, um, and I think they are contem- They are they are fitting together. Absolutely. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of musicians who were listening in are saying, "Okay, so you wrote to this guy." What did you write? How do you approach a record label? How did you guys do it? Well, in, in, in our case, it was, um, we had a lead, and the lead was the guy who sent us uh, the email from this, the distribution um, site. Uh, and I said, look, at, uh, I got this, uh, this lead. Um, 
uh, I don't know if he works for you or not, um, but uh, he said if you're interested, we want to work together and uh, he answered quite quickly, I think within the three and three within three days he, he answered and then he said, so these are the requirements and he listened to our music and after he listened to our music, he said he, he found that it was uh, quite fitting for his label. So yeah, it was like a normal talk for us or for me because I, I do the emails. I'm, I'm managing the thing. So yeah, I don't, um, I don't find it odd. I don't find it odd. So it, it was like a normal email progression for me. Okay, cool. Did he have any, I don't know, any production notes? Did you guys, we want you guys to re-record anything or he was just totally fine exactly the way it was? Uh, yes, that was um, how it went. He, the only thing we thought uh, that mind would, would be uh, a problem was that Mankind's Worst to Know was recorded in a little, little home studio in Ghent, Belgium, and the other album was produced and recorded in a bigger, more professional studio in the Netherlands. And that's the only problem or, or we had with the bands, um, because some of the guys didn't want it to put two different studios on one record. But yeah, I said, this is an opportunity. And if Carlos says, says uh, it has been done before, it's a good way to promote our music, even though it's two different um, masterings. And uh, I think after that, after saying that to them, they all agree, and it went really fast to get um, paperwork done, and everything was was good. That's also because we had artwork already um, in our in our um, yeah, we already had artwork, so everything was really uh, fast done with the paperwork with Carlo and Wormhole Deaths, and that's easy we also asked other belgian bands who are currently signed with the label what their uh, expectation expectations were with uh, wormhole dead and how they received and what which deal they had so it also helped us asking other bands other belgian bands who had signed by were signed by wormhole dead um what their experience were and i'm guessing the response was thomas you have to do it right now <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they also explained to me how it worked and uh, we, a matter of fact, it's uh, quite funny because our first album was recorded uh, at the home of the vocalist of Reject the Sickness, who's also signed by Wormhole Dead this, this summer. Mm -hmm. So the circle is complete, you would say. Yes, the circle is complete. Well, it just it makes common sense, Thomas. It makes common sense. Yes, it does. It certainly does. See if there's anyone I can do. No, I don't know. I don't know if I could say anything about the Icarus Complex in that one. But you did mention the artwork. The artwork was done, and I did want to touch base on the artwork because it's phenomenal. So take us through uh, the artwork for the the album cover. 
Yes. Um, well, the artwork uh, is made by Threadbare uh, Artwork. It's uh, a Belgian artist, and uh, he he made a lot of artwork for other Belgian bands and non-Belgian bands, uh, and has a, a typical style. Uh, and we like this style a lot, actually. So we asked him to make an artwork for our upcoming. Uh, um, album. At that point, we only wanted to release the, the, the last five songs. And we tried to integrate um, the five songs into the album cover. So um, you can see uh, a statue, and this statue is uh, representing the messenger for the Harbinger of Calamity. Uh, and he's holding a book, and this book is the um, Hammer of Witches. So we tried to blend in it. You also see the statue crumbling down, and this is uh, this comes uh, due to the fact that he's under pressure, slowly crushing down. And also, he's um, in an abyss, black uh, all around, nothing inside. Uh, so the last thing we have to implement was the Icarus complex, and we did that by adding the wings on the statue, who are crumbling down also. So that's how the, um, the artwork came as it is, and uh, we thought it was perfect. It was the first um, artwork um, Jean-Philippe sent to us. And we immediately say, yeah, this is it. This is what we had in mind. So we are actually glad uh, the artist understands, uh, understood the artwork we had in mind. Yeah. Abs of freaking loot Lee. Now, the music videos or lyric videos for the tracks Abyss, Hammer of Witches, and Icarus Complex will be available in today's show notes as well as the website for the boys over at Our Common Sense. You can also just, I guess, hit up the Googles, the Googs, and type Shit. in Our oh, Common Sense. Yeah, Our Common Sense Band. Is there a place that is like the main hub where you want people to go or that you find that you are able to connect the most with fans? Um, well, the platform we're most active is uh, Facebook, uh, and you can find us by... Typing in or common sense uh, bands in Facebook. Uh, we also have Instagram. Uh, we post um, weekly or monthly, surely monthly, some photos. Yeah. Now we can go to shows again. There will be more photos frequently. Um, yeah, and we have also SoundCloud, but we are restricted now uh, to posting only or newest songs when they release on Spotify. So you can check us on Spotify. These are the album will be on uh, October 8th digitally and will be uh, physically released also in the next month. Okay. Physical is in CD, vinyl, cassette, uh, messenger CD. parrot. At uh, this moment, only CD, but we're looking into trying to get it on a, a vinyl too. But we have to do some uh, funding for that. So we will see when the LP, uh, the vinyl will come. And yeah, sure, if you want to sponsor us, just go to our Facebook. You can see or Bandcamp. You can see there are T-shirts too. We are trying to release some hoodies in the next few months too. So yeah, 
try to support us even just by listening to us on on Spotify. It's a form of support too. Tell your friends about us, and maybe they like us too. Mm-hmm. You ever see Wayne's World, Thomas? The movie Wayne's World. Uh, I know the f- a movie, but never seen it before. Ooh, you should watch it because what I'm going to do right now is is a call back to Wayne's World. He's like, and then their friends tell their friends, and then their friends tell their friends, and then their friends tell their friends. <laughs> And like the whole screen is full of friends. I know the reference. I think I know the reference. So. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Cool. You know what else I'm going to do to support you is I've got a whole truckload of Calibo chocolate. And I'm just going to go eat some Calibo chocolate and think about Belgium. That's one good thing to do. And <laughs> while try to grab a Belgian beer as well. They are very good. Yeah. What do you recommend for Belgian beers? What's your favorite? Um, oh, I have uh, a lot of favorite Belgian beers, but um, my favorite one is Owen Deuger, <laughs> and that's uh, uh, someone uh, who's uh, like a submarine guy. Okay. It's an Owen Deuger, but it's also an old guy in uh, in dialect. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if I would recommend something more known, is the newest Chimé. Okay. The Chimé Green. It's a Trappist. It's a very good uh, Belgian beer. Yeah. I know we can get Chimé for sure here in Canada. So I'll have to take a, take a good look at that. Beautiful. Well, sweet. We chatted today about song contests, playing at odd venues, signing to Wormhole Death Records, crafting uh, the record, even though it was recorded at different locations, putting it all together still as a, as a package. We just finished talking about things that make Belgium great, such as waffles and Calibo and Chamay and other beers as well. Did I miss anything? French fries, the originator of French fries. But somehow you guys were so humble, instead of calling them Belgian fries, you said, you guys can have it. Yeah, I, I think it's a historical something to do with the German, one German guy who thought it was made by French or who was some British guy who thought it was made by the French. And yeah, <laughs> what happened is they took it away from us, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got dark for a second. But I can understand, you know, if you're the harbinger of calamity, you got to be angry about something. Yes. Yeah, that's something to be angry about. World cool. Championship 2018. <laughs> That's right, baby. All right, so Harpinger of Calamity out October 8th via Wormhole Death Records. Wherever you consume music, it will be available. Check on uh, the interwebs. Today's show notes, you can get in touch with the band. You can check out the music videos because they're going to have some CDs available. So if you still like to purchase CDs, then uh, bless you. And CDs will be available. So unless there's anything else, Vivzy, you got some got some questions for Thomas? Yeah? She's got her paper. She's making her notes, so we can have all of our notes ready to go. Thomas, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you for having me. Uh, every form of support we get is really blessed right now. After Corona, we can get everything of support we need. So thank you very much for your time. <laughs> <laughs>